Welcome back to Built From The Inside Out series. Today I have with me Cesc Guerra from the Guerra Group real estate team. Thank you for being here today. Hi, Brianda. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I almost got stuck with the title, but <laughs> yeah, I got it. it. It's, it's, a, it's a mouthful. It's, you know, in reality, it's Better Homes and Gardens, Gary Green, the Guerra Group. That's, oh, that's, okay. the, that's, the full, <laughs> that's the full name. But um, the Guerra Group is my real estate team within the Better Homes and Gardens Gary Green Corporation here okay. in the metropolitan Houston area. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about what you do, who you okay. are. Okay, well, uh, excellent. Before I get to the real estate part of it, I, I give you a little bit of background about me because a lot of people don't know me or my background because it's only recently in the last uh, seven or eight years or so that I've had my real estate license. But uh, going back to uh, born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, I uh, graduated from high school a long time ago. I, I served in the U.S. Army. I was a paratrooper in the Army from 1977 to 1981 in the 82nd Airborne Division. So wow. I have a high... Um, degree of love and, and admiration for the military, the veterans, and the folks that really put their lives on the line for our country. Mm -hmm. uh, after serving, I, um, I went back to Louisiana, went to LSU, got my undergraduate degree at LSU, and began, and began my career uh, spending some time, about five years or so, in the nonprofit sector. I was a program director and, and a manager of... Um, of a boys and girls clubs of greater uh, Baton Rouge, uh, moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth area in 1989 for a, a big promotion for the, the boys and girls clubs of greater Fort Worth. Okay. And I was there for a year before, you know, things kind of shifted from the nonprofit work to, um, to corporate sales. That, I, I received my first corporate sales opportunity in 1990 uh, and moved down to Houston. And so from that point on, 1990 to now, I've just been in some form or fashion in direct sales, whether it's consumer products or pharmaceutical products, um, working with all kinds of clients from physicians to hospital administrators, material managers, giving all kinds of presentations, individual presentations, group presentations, you know, in all kinds of different mm -hmm. settings. But um, the background uh, in the, the corporate consumer products and pharmaceutical industry and the training that they provided along with my military background, my educational background, um, uh, kind of blended together to kind of uh, bring me to where I am now. And, um, you know, I forgot to mention that uh, while I was in cor corporate sales i also went into the executive mba program at hbu got my mba there at uh, at houston baptist while i was working full-time in a in the corporate world and so um as things change i just went into the um the, the real estate business got licensed at the very beginning of 2013 and kind of started beginning to understand the business learn the business working with clients and um uh, ended up forming the team um, middle of last year. So this is our first full calendar year of of, of the Guerra Group. Oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're having a, a lot of fun, a lot of success, and helping a lot of people That's with uh, their real estate needs. 
Okay, yeah. Well, now you get the opportunity to help some people that are on my channel <laughs> yeah. by answering some, maybe some basic questions. For example, maybe people who are thinking about buying a home and don't know much about it. Right. Can tell us a little bit more. Right. Uh, I often get called from folks in various um, stages of the, the, the house searching process. Some people just kind of begin without having a plan and we can talk about having a plan okay. you know as yeah. we go but uh some I think people that was me when i bought my house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a plan gotta yeah. have a plan and um uh, i think that uh, sometimes people call me and they're they're ready to look at houses i want to go see this one this really looks nice i saw it on zillow i saw it on realtor.com i saw it on har and i want to go see it okay so i start asking questions uh, because a lot of what I do is kind of like an investigate. An, uh, investigation may be a little kind of rough word to use, but you know I have to understand where the person is right. in, in terms of being a qualified buyer. So I'll ask questions and f try to find out you know what the credit score is. Do you have enough money to um, for a down payment? And oftentimes, you know, I get, you know, all kinds of responses from, you know, I have a bad credit, you know, I don't have a job or oh, whatever, wow. you know, just, uh, just lost my job or whatever, but I still want to buy a house and, you know, it, it, it's a tough situation, but that's, you know, uh, where the team comes into place. Cause we have a lot of folks on the team. It's myself and seven other agents mm -hmm. and together with our affiliated partners of, of credit restoration, mortgage lenders, and various people that can help answer questions related to the financial part of home buying. Mm -hmm. Um, we can get people on their, on their feet, have a plan Okay. And then end up uh, buying a house. And I'll give you an example. Last um, year, about Thanksgiving time, I met uh, a young woman, uh, an attorney. I uh, just moved back to Houston and was ready to buy. But because of the financial situation, she was not ready to, to do the down payment and qualify mm -hmm. for the mortgage for financial reasons because of the... the, um, the uh, student debts and and all of that moving and you know right. some some uh, rental history and, and things of that nature but um, um, you know we just advised her connected her with the right people and she developed a, a nice plan to take some things off the the, the credit okay. score and um, a year later here we are and she's closing on her house on December 22nd it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that that's a success story. And I think mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, if if you're, for the consumers out there, you know, you have your heels dug in the ground. You have ideas of the way things should be. Mm -hmm. But if you're open-minded and if you can uh, uh, take advice or guidance from, from the team, myself or somebody on the team mm -hmm. that has helped many, many clients through this process... Well, then uh, we can give you the advice. We can connect you with the right people. We can help you get started on your road to success on, by developing that plan, that mm -hmm. financial plan. So what would be some of the steps to that plan? Well, I, I think that depending on the uh, person, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's so many different things that, that can go wrong. It could just be lots of debt. 
lots of revolving credit debt. Mm -hmm. And maybe they've got a good job and they're just paying off their debt, but their debt is remaining high. So their their, uh, debt to income ratio is not quite as what it should be. Mm -hmm. And lenders will back away from from loaning a mortgage because their number one uh, concern is how is that person going to pay us that mortgage Mm -hmm. back that's their number one concern (laughs) you know they want to provide good service and and uh and an explanation and help Mm -hmm. that person understand the process obviously Mm -hmm. but um they they want to know how they're going to get that loan back you know so they Mm -hmm. they want a big down payment in in a lot of cases you know in some cases three percent five percent but in some cases the consumer can go up to 10 or 20 or 25 percent of the loan value Mm. And in that case, uh, the the lender will be more open to working with that person. Okay. Yeah. I remember when I bought my house, I, so recently this past year, I've become, become obsessed with Dave Ramsey, but even before I knew about him, when I bought the house, I made sure all my debt was paid off. Mm-hmm. Luckily I didn't have any student loans or anything. So mm-hmm. I worked through college. So I paid everything off as I went. And but I had like a few things and I was like, I need to make sure that all my debt. That was like my one thing. I was like, I need to make sure all my debt is paid off. And it doesn't all have to be paid off if they want to get a house. Right. It's not a like a requirement. Exactly. It's just like maybe the smarter thing to do. Right. Right. And and that's that's a good way of looking at it. a person needs to create a budget, try to find mm-hmm. out what your what the income is relative to what your expenses are, what your debts are, and just try to evaluate um, what you have there. And that's part of uh, the real estate agent being uh, the person that is leading you, guiding you through the process. We're going to help you get connected with the right people whether it's somebody that's a credit repair service or whether it's the lender Mm -hmm. um or just help you understand why you're having difficulty getting the mortgage Mm -hmm. um so um and and everybody on the team i've got a wonderful team of of agents that are really customer service oriented and um and whatever the situation is, and everybody's situation is a little bit different, mm-hmm. so um, we will customize our conversations relative to to uh, what their situation is. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, so on here, I have uh, relocations. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, relocations, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, relocations come in any number of different ways. Uh, obviously, you've got people relocating to the Houston area from other states, other mm-hmm. countries. Um, but also you have relocations inside of Houston where um, the the person is downsizing because they're in retirement, they're empty nesters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just want to reduce their tax burden. Or you have a, a young family that it has outgrown their house. Maybe they started out as a, a first-time buyer, just a little bungalow in the Heights or what have you. Mm-hmm. And um, now they've outgrown the house and they it's time to get more bedrooms and mm-hmm. a yard and maybe a gated community and a s- swimming pool, rec center, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of relocation and... Um, uh, one of the things that um, 
the, the benefit of, of working with a real estate group such as ours is that because we have a number of agents on the team, we can help you um, simultaneously not only sell a property, but buy a property. We've done that a number of times where um, somebody wanted to buy and then sell or sell first and then buy. Mm-hmm. It, it's always a personal decision. And, um, but whatever it is, I mean, we can work through it because, um, it's, it's like a puzzle. You just have Mm -hmm. to figure out a way to, to make it all fit for the, for the client. Right. And let's say they want to relocate, but they don't want to sell their house. They want to rent it out. Is that something that you also can help them with? Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's a good plan. That's a great way to build equity. And uh, I've worked with clients on that end, too, where um, um, we've rented out their house. And it was an older house. They moved to, to an, another part of town, and then we listed the home. Or we sold the home. But uh, selling the home can also be a, a nice revenue stream for you um, where you're, you're making a little bit of money on top of your expenses to uh, to, to carry the, the cost of the home, the, the mortgage, the insurance, mm-hmm. the taxes, um, the maintenance and upkeep. Um, so, um, you know, you want, want to have, want to have a good conversation with your realtor about covering your costs mm-hmm. and does it make sense? Can, can the rent that you can possibly get for that house, does it exceed your expect, uh, your, uh, expenses? And so mm-hmm. if it doesn't, or if it's a break-even point, the client, the consumer has to make that choice whether it makes sense for them. Right, because then they would have to put in any money. If something happened at the house and they needed to fix anything, right? Right, right. Um, because, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you've, you've got a mortgage payment, you've got mm-hmm. insurance and utilities and, and a- HOA and taxes mm-hmm. and, and a lot of things. It, mm-hmm. it, uh, it is expensive to, to carry a home, but it is one of the wisest investments you can make mm-hmm. uh, as long as you're, you're comfortable in your house in a great neighborhood. Yeah. So I've always heard that if you're going to rent, you should uh, have like a third party managing all of that is that something you guys do or no like you collect the rent uh no No? uh, we we don't offer property management services uh and it depends um on again on the consumer on the individual Mm -hmm. say for example if you only had one house well then you can easily manage that but if you had 20 houses 15 20 25 houses that you've accumulated over the years well, then, I mean, you need to have a team to, right. to make sure everybody's paying rent and that, you know, They're all the, destroying the home. that, that yeah. everything is being maintained properly and that right. the leases are in place and that um, everybody is um, aware of when, you know, one consumer is getting ready to move out of a house and preparing to, to rent it out once again to, to mm-hmm. keep the revenue stream going on that, that rental property. Okay. So like for people who do that, um, they buy a house, it's not paid off. They, they rent it out, um, to do that, you know, have a little bit of extra money while the renter pays for the mortgage. Sure. And then they go and they buy another one. Would you recommend that? Um, I know it could put them in a sticky situation if both renters suddenly decided that they were going to leave. Yeah. I, um, I, I think that is a great question. And for your audience, um, from, 
built from the inside out mm-hmm. for your for your audience if they uh would like to have a conversation about that happy to um to talk about it it it's a very uh i would say a personal decision if you want okay. to um say if you want to rent your house like you're you're asking me mm-hmm. um um, you know, what is the plan? What is your plan to, to move? Are, are you financially able to, to do a deposit on another house mm-hmm. um, that is going to be your homestead? Because you can only get a homestead exemption on one house. So it, the house that you live mm-hmm. in is where you have your homestead exemption here in the state of Texas, no, which, is, which is a tax benefit. Right. And so if you don't have one, let's talk about it after the show. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, with the refinancing that I recently did, I, I was learning a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, good. Yeah, there's a good. lot I didn't know. Do you want to talk about refinancing? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just depending uh, on what your interest rate is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my rule of thumb on, on refinancing is if you can save at least one full percentage point, well, then it is a good option for you. And mm-hmm. so, um, I mean, you can save anywhere from a hundred dollars a month to hundred fifty dollars a month, and it adds up. I it mean, does, you yeah. you you take that, multiply it times a year, times five years, times ten years, and that's mm-hmm. a big big savings yep. that goes into your bank account. Yeah, it goes into the uh, your your vacation or <laughs> what have you. <laughs> right. But uh, but um, refinancing does make sense because interest rates are so low, historically low mm-hmm. at this time. I was going to ask you, is it solely based on interest rate? Were there, when you were trying to decide, what, should I refinance, should I not refinance? Um, not solely based. Okay. I think that's the primary concern mm-hmm. is uh, if you can save a full percentage point from where you are, where you started your... your um, your mortgage and mm-hmm. and where you are in terms of the years if if you're 15 years into the mortgage mm-hmm. well that that's a little bit of a different conversation from somebody that's been in the their mortgage for three years four years five years right. so it's it's different because you have less equity in the mm-hmm. house at the beginning somebody that's been in the house for 10 or 15 years they've got they've built up some equity and the decision process is a little bit different and yeah. depending on their interest rate too right the overriding yeah decision. so you were mentioning that interest rates are at an all-time low right now i think yeah. mine went down two percent you went down two percent two percent fantastic yeah fantastic so we, we can tell the audience that we ran into each other. I think it was uh, beginning of September. We were at the... The, the, the Miss the, Pageant, the Miss Houston Latino Pageant. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and Oh, we were actually both judges. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, t- to fill in the rest of the story, Brianda had approached me a couple of years ago with the possibility of, of selling your home. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this was the first time that I saw you was at the pageant, the first time that I'd seen you in a mm-hmm. long time. And, yeah. and I, I, I remembered back to your house and I, and I thought to myself, okay, this is a good opportunity to refi- have you refinanced. And uh, you said, no, you hadn't refinanced. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, without giving away too many personal issues related to your personal situation, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was just a, a, a typical consumer type of situation where consumer does a little bit of homework. You got to put in the elbow grease. You got to figure out the, yep. the arithmetic, the numbers, 
to it. It's, it's not an, always an easy decision. You've got to make sure that all the numbers add up right and that um, the, the lender that you're working with um, is transparent, informative, and helpful. Mm-hmm. And you can make your decision one way or the other. And so, um, so you were able to save 2%. I mean, that, that's pretty uh, good savings. Yeah. And I think when you mentioned it to me, we, we figured that the, the closing costs and everything to refinance, you would make it up within a year. Yeah. So uh, you, you'd break even in a year. And then after that, you're, you're making money. You're saving a lot of money. So that's, right. that's, that's a, a good uh, mm-hmm. decision that you made there to refinance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for those listening who might not know, because I didn't know this, the whole breaking even thing, that would be the money that I'm saving on what I was paying in interest. It'll add up to my closing cost, right? And that would, or how would you right, explain right, that? Right. Uh, just, just to make it easy, let's just mm-hmm. say if your closing cost were $1,200 and you, mm-hmm. so you pay $1,200 and uh, you were saving $100 a month, mm-hmm. it would take you 12 months to, to make up that $1,200 to break you even. You explained it better than I did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just an easy way to use the numbers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so roughly, um, you spend $1,200, you save $100 for 12 months, and then after that, you, you, you break even, and then you're saving $100 a month that you can put in the bank, put into your... Uh, children's college funds that you can pay off debt uh, other things that you can Mm -hmm. do with that money right Mm -hmm. so why do you think or why is it that uh interest rates are so low right now oh uh you know the people that make those decisions uh, on the interest rates are way uh, far removed from me washington (laughs) dc and and it's it's the uh, the Fed, the Federal Reserve uh, mm, okay. is behind that, and you know it's it's all the power players in, in Washington D.C. and the World Bank and all of this stuff. The inter um, how everything is intertwined. I just I don't know exactly what goes okay. into the decision making rates and and the um, the chairman of the Fed. Everybody knows some of the names in the past, whether it's Alan Greenspan or. Um, uh, Janet Yellen, some of some of the other mm-hmm. um, chairman of the of the Fed that have been okay. out there, they, you know, when when they speak, people listen, and mm-hmm. so um, um, I don't know all the inner workings of it all, but mm-hmm. they've got they've got the interest rates really low now mm-hmm. to give consumers um, incentives to to buy things on mm-hmm. mortgage, okay. whether it's cars or. Uh, or houses yeah and I was gonna ask you that would you say now is a good time to buy because I was on the phone with my mom earlier and you know there's a lot of misinformation and she you know I told her I was like oh I was like I have another I'm filming a podcast in a little bit and she was like oh you know what are you guys gonna talk about and I was like (laughs) oh we're talking about uh, houses buying or financing everything finances and she was like oh she was like I heard that right now um, uh, the value is going down and it's not a good time to buy and I was like that doesn't make sense. She's like, yeah. well, ask him. And I was like, okay, I'll ask him. Well, yeah, I, I, I would ask her wh- where she heard it and what they were talking about because okay. 
because while the overall market is hot and some of the, the, the factors such as the active listings on the market and the, no, the number of days on the market is down, I mean, there's the different metrics that can give us clues as to how hot the market is, what areas of the city are hot. I don't know, she might've been talking about a particular area or a particular price point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, because, and I guess that there's a yeah. lot of misinformation out there, so I don't know where yeah, she heard that. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and it's yeah. okay. She, what yeah. she heard may have been true. Okay. She, what, she, what she heard may have been true because there are certain areas of town that are not hot. There are certain okay. price points. The, the, the higher-priced houses are mm-hmm. not as hot as the lower-priced houses because there's just okay. more people in that group of of consumers that are buying houses, say within 250 and 500,000. There's just more people out there buying those Mm, houses. And people that are buying million dollar houses and above, there's just fewer numbers of them. And so who knows, maybe they're set, unless they're moving in from California, New York, or whatever, Mm -hmm. trying to get out of (laughs) some of those those areas, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay, so would you say the best time to buy is whenever the value is down and then the best time to sell is when value is up? Um, yeah, I guess it's, you're, you're looking at it and you're kind of thinking about it like the stock market, you know, buy low, sell high, right? Okay. Everybody knows that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the overriding thing when I'm talking to clients is mm-hmm. that this is your home. You, you want it to be a home that you're, you're happy with it. Of course, it's an investment. You're, mm-hmm. you're building equity. But, right. but try not to think about it in terms of the stock market. Because okay. just like the stock market has good days and, bad days. and it has bad right. days and bad cycles. Mm-hmm. And sometimes pro- property values go down. So, you know, the, but the thing about it is, you know, if, if you live in a house, let, let's just say for the sake of discussion, you buy mm-hmm. it for $500,000. Okay. You live in it for 10 years and you've got some equity, but 10 years from now, um, it, it sells for $500,000 again, when you would have expected it to sell for $700,000, let's just say, for the sake mm-hmm. of discussion. Um, well, was it a bad investment? I mean, you're getting your money back, right? Yeah, you didn't throw away um, 10 years worth of rent. Right. You didn't. You know, you built all of these memories in the house. You had Mm. children in the house. You had parties in the house. You had graduation parties or all these things in the house. Mm -hmm. And so there is a value to that. And and I think that's an important thing. And I think it gets lost on some people. But, um, you know, we're we're talking hypothetical, of course. But, you know, uh, for the most part, Mm. real estate is such a solid investment. Because if you buy it at any point in time and you plan to hold it mm-hmm. for a long, for 10, 15, 20 years, most likely you, you're gonna have um, equity in the house. It's going to increase in value. Mm-hmm. And um, you're gonna come out ahead, you're gonna be able to, as you say, time to relocate, mm-hmm. whether it's time to upsize or downsize and uh, make that determination when the time comes. Yeah. 
So if someone who is wanting to invest in real estate, how would they know when a good time to buy is? Where did they get that information it's from? It's always a good time to buy. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a good time to buy. You know, and it really is. It really is. It's always a good time, even when the market's hot, okay. you know, because you can find deals. And so, again, I would say, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be me because, you know, most people know real estate agents. And, and if you know a real estate agent, I would say, go to them, call them, email them, ask your questions and mm-hmm. see if they're, you know, really answering the questions fully, completely and being transparent with with your questions. Um, mm-hmm. okay. But, um, you know, I, I think that that any time is, is a good time to buy based upon what you're trying to accomplish. Okay. You know, are you trying to buy a house or are you beginning to buy a portfolio of rent houses? Those are mm-hmm. two different questions, two totally different, you know, consumers. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you, you've got to answer. And then one person, the, the person that wants to buy a house could be, have a great credit score, have a great job, and it could be ready to go. And yeah, let's do it. You, you, you can qualify for your mortgage, and we can have you in the house before the end of the year. You know, mm-hmm. and that's one thing. And the person that wants to buy investment properties is just dreaming, is just barking up the wrong tree. You just, you just mm-hmm. don't know. And that's why um, I said before, I have to do a little bit of an investigation and I have to ask some questions. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes um, people get a little shaky when you start asking questions and mm-hmm. don't want to necessarily tell you the truth or, or what have you and tell you that they only have two nickels in the bank and Mm -hmm. you know it's just like that's that's a tough conversation and you know you know and we are sensitive to that we are definitely Mm -hmm. you know and if now is not the right time Mm -hmm. we're going to help you we're here to help guide you to the right resources and and um planning like you said dave ramsey's a great resource Mm -hmm. of getting that credit debt paid off and mm-hmm. get some savings, get the emergency yeah. savings yeah. <laughs> built up and, yeah. and, um, get yourself ready for the, the, mm-hmm. um, the decision that you, you want to make. Okay. So if someone wanted to, let's say they own a house right now and then they wanted to buy another house to rent, mm-hmm. you take into consideration, will they be able to pay both mortgages in case things went wrong or no? Well, yeah, okay. because you're on the hook for it. Right. You know, if you wanted to do it, that's what I would ask you. Mm-hmm. What if what if your tenant walked out on you? Mm-hmm. You know, how long is it going to take you to find another tenant? Um, right. Can you handle that? Do you have that emergency stash of two to three months to cover that rent mm-hmm. while we're looking for another tenant? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So um, and you know your financial situation better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you had a house and wanted to buy another rent house, that's what we would do. We would just, okay, all right, how much, um, you know, where do you want to buy? What kind of house? Do you want a condo, a, a townhouse, single family home? What part of town? We can evaluate what the rents are in that area. We can evaluate how fast those houses rent for so that when you purchased it, we would have a 
uh, a lease listing to go up right away. Mm-hmm. And so that as soon as, you know, you own it, we would be marketing the property to find a tenant, oh, get okay. somebody in there as quickly as possible to begin paying, uh, the, the, uh, the rent. Okay. And so that you could keep your expenses low. Okay. But that's a, gr- that's a great question. And, um, because uh, th- there are a lot of shows out there about, um, building wealth through real estate. And mm-hmm. so that's, that is, um, I don't think they ever sell it as a get rich quick, um, program because it isn't. Yeah. Um, but it's one that you really need to go into very cautiously and carefully. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to end up <laughs> in a sticky situation. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, it's always possible, but you know, we, we try to protect our, our clients as mm-hmm. best as possible. That's good. And then earlier you mentioned downsizing and upsizing. So mm-hmm. when would be a good time to do that? Yeah, I, uh, I've, you know, personally, uh, my wife and I have downsized in, in the last uh, four years. Okay. Uh, and it was the right time for us. And so, um, you know, for some people, uh, I had some clients uh, a year ago that uh, were living in the memorial area. And it was time to downsize. Uh, they were going into assisted living. And um, it was a very traumatic situation for them. They were in their, um, I want to say they were in their lower 80s. Okay. Um, and at that point in time, I, I think emotionally, it was very difficult. Financially, I think it was a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. They had all the, the money and everything buttoned down properly to downside, to sell the house. It was a million dollar house. And, but emotionally, mm. that was tough. All the memories. The memories yeah. and just kind of the recognition of leaving the house, going to assisted living. But that's just one story. Yeah. Like for us, for, for Laura and myself, we... You know, we're youthful 60-year-olds, <laughs> and, like uh, and uh, we, just wanted, we, we just wanted to do it for different reasons because the house that we were in, I mean, we were empty nesters, and it was a huge house, and so we downsized to something that's really, really manageable, saved us lots of tax money, insurance, maintenance, all kinds of savings. But again, there was an emotional component to that. It was just very difficult packing and throwing things away. And Mm. those are things that people don't often think about. The emotional aspect of this um, can really be difficult. And as as a real estate team and the, 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 the ladies on my team, you know, I, uh, I really work hard with them to really, uh, be conscientious of that, be sensitive to people's emotions and what think people think, uh, value, Mm -hmm. you know, don't, um, you know, because in the end, a house, it's just a house and and real estate that the buyer is just looking at the house for, the walls, the roof, the foundation, the lights and the sink mm-hmm. and the kitchen and all that stuff. And yeah. that, but for you, for the, the owner, you had your children there and mm-hmm. you had parties there and 
you know, all those the barbecues in the backyard mm. and everything. And that's just going to be like an emotional rip in the heart out. And it's, right. it's tough and you've got to be sensitive to that. And, but you've got to explain to the, to the owner that while you do feel that that is important and you do feel that that is valuable, your memories and things, I mean, you have to be realistic that the buyer is not buying your memories. The buyer mm-hmm. is buying the real estate and you can't put a million dollars on the house because, <laughs> because it was, you know, million dollar memories. Yeah. But, um, you know, we just, we, uh, and that's part of the relocation part too, where we come in and we analyze the, the comparative uh, value of the homes in the area and we give the, the, the best possible guidance to where um, we believe that the, owner of that house should should start the, the marketing the list price of that house mm, okay so lots of little things that are that are going on with right. the situations and and they're all different and all different so you know i'm whenever you get ready to upsize mm. i'll be here to help you <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> we, yeah. we're thinking about it <laughs> okay. eventually eventually okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah all in all in good time Right. It's all in good time. And and you'll know when the time is right. You you'll know if you have the plan in place now, you'll know when the bank account is flush and you're ready to do it and you've analyzed your current living situation and you know that you've maintained your house properly, you've put a new roof on the house, you've updated your air conditioners and water heaters and kept everything up to par and you can get get top dollar for your house Mm -hmm. or you know rent it out whatever the case may be whatever your goals are you Mm -hmm. know we can adjust the plan to help you make it happen to help you make your real estate dreams come true yeah (laughs) that is the that that is the tagline of the gara group by the way we are here to help you make your real estate dreams come true I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah, because when I bought this house, it was like my kind of like what I had pictured in my mind for me as a single person. But mm. it's not the house that I picture as a married with kids person. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that is, you know, for you, that was what you were thinking about. And mm-hmm. then for somebody else to buy this house, they could be thinking about a family. So right. when you go to resell it, you know, think about where are, you know, the fish in the pond, so to speak, mm, okay. fish where the fish are, people looking at in this neighborhood mm-hmm. for a family setting. Mm-hmm. I would say yes. Right. I would say yes. As, as you enter the neighborhood, it's gated, beautiful walkways and trails mm-hmm. and you can see where the landscaping is beautiful and it's safe and, you know, it would be ideal for a single person. What yeah. would be ideal also for family, right? And just depending on schools and and things right. of that nature. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. We still have time <laughs> to talk about that. Of course, of course. <laughs> All of course. right. So let's talk about a little bit about down payment and credit score. Down payment and credit score. Okay, you know, as the real estate agent, you know, people will often ask me, you know how much should I put down, you know, and, you know, my, my credit score is, you know, 680, 720, 820, whatever the case may be. But you know what? Um, it, it's good for me to hear 
because as a real estate agent, you know, that gives me some clues as to the viability to understand if you are a qualified buyer or not. Um, but what, who it really matters to is the lender. And Mm -hmm. what I always talk about when I'm talking to my clients and I'll Mm -hmm. say, you know, I'm the most important person in this deal. You know, of mm-hmm. course I'm, I'm joking and I have a little <laughs> sense of humor, but the lender is the mm-hmm. second most important person in the deal. And that's, mm-hmm. that's so true because the lender, again, you want to have good communication. You want to make sure they, when you call that they pick up the phone or answer the call, text messages, emails, and that you have a good working relationship with your lender that they explain everything you know, what are your options for the down payment? You need to put down 3% or 5% or your situation, you've, you've got a flush bank account. Oh, you could do 10%, 20%, 25% of the loan value. Mm-hmm. Those are things um, that you discuss with your lender. Okay. And um, being in the business now for eight years, um, established relationships with lots of um, quality professional lenders out there. Uh, one of the things about Houston and working in the Houston market is that I have met so many professional lenders that are so good and that uh, have helped clients out, you know, 100%, five-star ratings and things. And so um, that's another thing that uh, I like to say about the Gara Group myself is I'm not always the source of the information about the down payment, the credit score, and all that stuff, right. but I am the source of the source. So okay. I can get you to the right person. Uh, you know, okay. right. I am the source of the source. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going off a little bit of what Dave Ramsey says, he mm-hmm. usually recommends doing um, 20% down payment. Would you agree with that? Uh, yes. Yeah. That okay. is ideally, um, you know, a good down payment is 20% because mm-hmm. theoretically and in reality, you can immediately save on your PMI, your, mm-hmm. your, okay. um, the mortgage insurance, mm-hmm. which is required by the federal law. If you're under 20%, you have to pay the, excuse me, the, the, the PMI. Mm-hmm. So if you pay 20% and above, you're immediately off the hook for the PMI. So that's money that you're putting into equity, essentially. Um, And for those people who might not know, uh, PMI or mortgage insurance is different from your other type of insurance that you also need on the house, right? Correct, correct. Uh, So, yeah, you also need homeowner's insurance Mm -hmm. if... um, uh, if you're 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 buying a single family house, mm-hmm. but in some situations, if you're buying a condo, your HOA covers the expense for the insurance on the building itself. Oh, okay. All you really need as when you buy a condo is renter's insurance, so for, to mm-hmm. cover your belongings, your jewelry, your stereo, your clothing, your furniture, okay. all of those items, just like a renter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because essentially all you're doing with a renter's insurance is covering the inside. Um, your HOA is covering insurance on the building. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's the, again, I mean, it, it's such a, a, a complex, uh, decision when you're buying a house because not only do you have the opportunity to buy different kinds of houses, whether it's a condo in a high rise or condo in a little complex or 
townhouses, single family, three story structure, single family out in the burbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just what, whatever you want, you know, again, that, there goes the investigation. I'm asking questions. What part of town? What's important? Are you commuting to work? Do you, you know, where mm-hmm. do you want to be? Wife goes one direction, husband goes in another direction. Do you want to be in the middle or just right. what, what, whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. how do we do that? And that's uh, part of the investigation part of it where we uh, determine your needs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a little bit about escrow. Okay. Uh, what it is, uh, and then I also have the question. So whenever you buy a house and you put down twenty percent, does that give you the option to either do escrow or not do escrow, or okay. it's not always a twenty percent? Um, no, it's it's not always twenty percent. Okay. Um, and so what I think you're talking about, I'm re- I'm I'm not completely sure. I know what you're talking about, but escrow being where money is held in escrow. To, mm-hmm. to pay off your taxes and your HOA and, and that part. Is that, is that, right. yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in some cases, you, you don't have to escrow your insurance. You can pay your insurance bill separately from, you know, once oh, a year, okay. or you could pay your taxes once a year when, when the okay. tax bill comes. So that's an option you have regardless of how much you have paid off the house? It, it, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, check with your lender. <laughs> <laughs> right. Every situation is different. Right. Um, and, and so it, depending on the, the financial instrument that you're using to purchase the house may determine what they're going to allow as far as, you know, in your credit score, how it, it blends into the, the whole process, too, because mm-hmm. it may be a situation where you are required to pay your insurance and taxes and everything in escrow. Mm, okay yeah so and that's that's something for the consumer to to mm-hmm. figure out with the lender okay mm-hmm. okay so yeah and so um i i personally even when i was you know district manager pharmaceutical company making good money and i thought to myself for me i want to put it into escrow even though I know it's a loan, I'm loaning money out at no interest. Mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey probably would not like that. Yeah, no, absolutely but not. He would not like that. But for yeah. me, I, I budgeted. So I knew mm-hmm. that when the tax bill came at the end of the year, it mm-hmm. was there. Oh, okay. And I knew when the insurance bill came at the end of the year, it was there. And so, I guess it just depends on who you are as a person. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Again, individual yeah. choice, you know, yeah. and what your situation is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I got rid of that. Once I understood how it worked exactly, and I was like, yeah. I can save that money. Yeah. I need to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're saving it. You've got it in an interest-bearing account, and there you go. It's You're off and running. You pay your, your bill on a timely fashion, and and you're, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, going back to the credit score. So let's say someone is following Dave Ramsey's, you know, steps and um, – you know, he says it's not important. So let's say someone is, has a zero credit score or whatever because they haven't borrowed any money. Um, how would they buy a house? Great question. That is a great question because I've, I've had clients like that too okay. where for some reason they were either living with a parent or living in a situation where, you know, they had no credit cards and no credit history and things like that. So... They have to work with a lender, okay. and you know, the lender is going to 
require a lots of documentation and um uh, but it is possible okay um so you know i i don't know if i have a a solid you know 100 percent answer to that or somebody with no credit score how is it done okay but i know it's possible Right. I can say that with certainty that it is possible mm-hmm. um, where, you know, a person, you know, will have to put down maybe a, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, that's good to know. Some mm-hmm. people don't know that. They think yeah. that they need a credit score and it has yeah. to be super high. Yeah. They go into all this debt trying to get that credit score just to buy a house. Yeah, you know, uh, that credit score, the credit score, I, I think, is designed for one person. For, for one purpose, mm. and that's to get you to, to borrow money. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those credit card companies, mm-hmm. as Dave Ramsey says, are in the business of separating you from your money, and mm-hmm. they are good at it. Yep, yep. <laughs> so stay away from, stay away from the uh, credit debt, yes. if at all possible. All kinds of debt, just say no to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you want to talk about interest rates? Uh, interest rates, uh, we, we touched on it a little bit below, uh, mm-hmm. earlier, uh, mm-hmm. they are, are at historical lows. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that reason, it is a good time to buy. If you're going to take out a mortgage, mm-hmm. uh, again, have a plan in place where, um, you know, you're talking to a real estate agent or your lender. Uh, a lot of people want to start looking at houses before they have the financial component mm-hmm. figured out. I'll mm-hmm. say, yeah, you've jumped into step two already here so let's, let's go back to step one mm-hmm. let's get the um let's get that mortgage uh figured out mm-hmm. and then let's come back so that when we're ready to offer in a house we are qualified buyers but interest rates are low um you know it, it, it's a great time to buy if mm-hmm. if you're looking um certainly feel free to, to give us a call we'll be happy to uh, work with you and and guide you in the right direction okay and how can they reach you? Uh, you can always call me directly at 713-298-6070. I almost <laughs> forgot my phone number. 713-298-6070. You can uh, search the Gara Group online. Um, Ses Gara. I'm easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you can't find me, call Brianda. She'll, she'll put you in touch with me. <laughs> yes. Just let me know. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. uh, so like if two... Two more topics I wanted to cover real yeah, quick. Yeah, of course. Uh, mortgage products. What is that? Mortgage products. Um, you know, ag- again, um, you, you're going outside of my area of expertise. It's one one thing that, that I am comfortable admitting that mm-hmm. I'm not a lender and that uh, I don't know all of the different products that they're out there. And so that's why one of the important parts of working with a, a, a good real estate agent mm-hmm. is to get those connections to good lenders. And the lenders can can really figure out what the best product is for you, whether mm-hmm. it's a 10-year, a 15-year, a 30-year mortgage. Uh, is it a fixed rate? Is it an adjustable rate? Um I will tell you that uh, when we did our our um, relocation, our downsizing, Mm -hmm. that we used an adjustable rate mortgage. I never, ever, ever thought I would use an adjustable rate mortgage. But for this particular purpose, it it worked for us. And the strategy behind that was that we, we had a down payment on the adjustable rate mortgage. We got a super, super low 
uh, interest rate, and we got a super, super low monthly payment. And so we were owning two houses at the time. So we had the, um, we owned two houses at the time. So we had a small payment on the new house and we had no payment on the other house. So when we sold the other house, we ended up, which took us a long time. It took us a little bit over a year to sell that other house because it was in a part of the slow market. So okay. when we did sell it, then we went back to the adjustable rate mortgage and we paid it off. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. So an adjustable rate mortgage mm-hmm. is uh, one of those instruments that can be a little bit risky, mm-hmm. okay. but essentially it gave us three years to sell our other house because oh. at that three year rate was mm-hmm. so low, but the adjustable rate means that in three years it goes up to Mm. the current market rate, but we paid it off in a little bit over a year. That's awesome. So it goes back to what you were saying, it all depends on your personal situation. Exactly, it depends on your personal situation and it depends on what you're trying to do, but Mm. we can figure out how to get through it, Mm. you know, with uh, the um, support of a good lender. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then the last one would be home search strategy. Home search strategy is is so important to everybody. You know, um, so many different factors can come into um, into the home search, and you know whether it's the commute or the school or mm-hmm. what have you. Um, and we can we can search by zip code. We can search by school district. We can search we can create a map on on Mm -hmm. the mls and search by certain areas and and uh again that's that's part of the investigative work that we do asking the questions and and Mm -hmm. trying to find out what is important but most people have an idea of of where they want to live they want to live close to their parents so that they have the built-in babysitters (laughs) babysitters ah. <laughs> so or they want to live close to downtown because they work downtown mm. or they want to live near the energy corridor or near the woodlands corporate headquarters for exxon or mm-hmm. the airport because they're pilots or whatever okay. you know so um whatever the case may be i'm going to try to find out um what's important to you mm-hmm. um you know it, it, as far as um your commute, school, you know, just various factors, and then we'll create the search mm-hmm. um, that'll end up finding you the property that, that you want mm-hmm. that's okay. going to fit your needs best. Right. I remember when I bought this house, I was working in Freeport. I would be in Houston every weekend, and then I was going to school in Clear Lake. So it was 30 <laughs> minutes to, you know, both all three ways. Yes. So I was like, this is right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the perfect scenario for you know the 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 search strategy so Mm -hmm. for for you i don't know who was helping you at the time or if you you just looked at the map and you looked at the map map and just said okay i I like downtown school work here okay so this area is right in between and Mm -hmm. and it just made sense and so um you know um that that's that's what we're going to do and help you Mm -hmm. find the house that that best suits your needs that's awesome. Do you have anything else you would like to share? Well, well, yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. thanks for being here. I really appreciate the opportunity to share, um, 
information about the real estate uh, market here in Houston. Uh, mm-hmm. Just uh, to share with your audience that uh, we uh, we're part of the number one real estate broker in Houston, Better Homes and Gardens. Gary Green is number one just for about uh, 10 years running now. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we really have lots of great tools, lots of great products that we can help clients uh, not only listing their houses, but to, to f- find a house as well. Um, you know, in this, in this market, when we talk about is it a good time to buy, it is because it's a hot market, but for sellers too, it's a hot market. I mean, if you're thinking about selling your house, now is a time, a good time to, to sell it. Mm-hmm. And so um, we'll we'll meet with people and develop a, a sales strategy, again, that fits their timeline, mm-hmm. what they're trying to accomplish, and we'll get it done in a way that is quick, easy, and as hassle-free as possible. But... Um, you know, I'm, I'm easy to get a hold of, uh, and um, you know we have a great team of, of agents that are always mm-hmm. available to help. That's awesome. Thanks All for right. thanks for having me. Of course. Well, thank you for being here today. My pleasure. Mm-hmm.